This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Hi, welcome. Welcome back to the Patriots Dynasty Football. You know what? I can't do this with video on. <laughs> I can't watch it. <laughs> We're going to start this over. Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty Podcast. 2002, still trucking along in the good times of 2002. Andy, why do you think it's welcome back? This could be the first episode they listen to. We've been over this in earlier episodes. If you're you're just starting here, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if I was starting at one episode, it would be week three versus the Chiefs in 2002. Duh. I mean, to be fair, this is a pretty good one-off game. So if you're here just for the one-off game and, and you remember this, then congrats to you. I would well, recommend going back about, in 2001. What about our Spanish listeners? Uh, well, I remember Steve has, um, when he went to Mexico, he came back with some, with some Spanish stuff that he learned. Mm, yeah, well, everything I know about Spanish, I learned from dad anyways. We already covered that. We should do an episode in Spanish. No, oh. <laughs> we shouldn't. Fucking see, no is the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took uh, German, so bueno. I'll do it in German, and you guys can do it in Spanish. Mm. Sure. Muy bien. El partido was muy bueno. <laughs> Dos cervezas, por favor. This game actually was pretty good. This game was amazing. The second half of this game was amazing. It was. Yeah. It was uh, a lot like, I don't remember this game, but it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, so, so here's watch, something I wanted, I wanted to do. I, I figured we should start the game with like a watchability score because some of these games, we're going through all of them, and some of these, man, not so great. Uh, <laughs> there's been some, some losses to the Dolphins in Miami back in the 01 season that we definitely, that would probably be at the zero on the, I don't know, what, what scale would we do? One out of six Lombardies. Ooh, or is, that, is that too much of a dick measuring contest? Well, we haven't. I mean, we're gonna win more than six Lombardies, so that's just a artificial because it could be ten in three years. You know, it could, but for now, I mean, we we could always increase it. But I think for now, in terms of watchability, should we do one one through six? I mean, we should scale it on like coaches. You know. Like what, what coach? What coaches' teams are the most fun to watch? Like uh, Mike oh, Mart. Mike Martz is great to watch. You know, <laughs> Andy Reid usually pretty good to watch. Good call. Uh, Jim Harbaugh what? games are usually are entertaining, the very least. Yeah, yeah, but not all. I, I like the one through six. Mike Malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're entertaining if you enjoy Pat's blowouts. Yeah, I would, I would, say, I would put Dick Vermeil games in that because, as well as he could coach offense, he's that bad at coaching a defense. Big Dick. So, I think the the Chiefs in this this season would go eight and eight, but they would lead the the league in scoring, and would be like thirtieth in. Yeah, Yo, you're gonna score. steal my scouting report already. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, well, yeah, we haven't oh, actually decided no, yeah. on a watchability score. Let's go, go one through six Lombardi's, Andy. That's fine. It's six. <laughs> it definitely is a six. 
Yeah, well, Rangers. actually, no. Let's call it a five because yeah, you can't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, a five, and only watch the second half. I would say. Well, five Lombardies and a AFC Championship, so five point five. Okay, I like okay. it. Yeah. All right. Is is, a, is an AFC Championship trophy? Is that even a half though? I mean, Belichick yeah. doesn't think so. And then uh, AFC East is a point two five. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah, fair enough. So we'll give this a five point five because I think there's still like maybe two marginal steps up. You know, if it wasn't week three, I would I would even go a hard five. I think. There was some sloppiness in this game. It was it was All entertaining, right. but you're right. A billion so, penalties. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually watch it, so I'm gonna let That's you fine. guys get <laughs> the score. Let's throw the score out there. I am actually. I am shocked and appalled. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the score of this one, um, for those who can actually count that high, was. In overtime, no less, 41-38 New England Patriots, your New England Patriots, over the Chiefs, um, which is pretty impressive considering the game was 10-9 uh, to 9 Chiefs at the, at the half. So yeah, this second right. half was, yeah, an absolute bond burner. <laughs> but Greg, tell us a bit about the Chiefs. Sure. What did your scouting report say? Well, like you said, Andy, this team was as about as lopsided from offense to defense as it comes. They were on offense this year. They were first in points and fourth in yards. And on defense, they were 28th in points allowed and 32nd dead last in yards. Yeah. According to wikipedia.com, it's the second largest offense to defense imbalance in what's that? 20 from 1992 to 2010. Holy shit. So almost 18 years. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. Uh, 1992 Seattle Seahawks, I guess. Wow. It's a bit bit before my time, but yeah. 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 So if you look at the, so Dick Vermeil's head coach, if you look at the rosters, it makes sense too. So the offense, Trent Green quarterback, Priest Holmes, Dante Hall, Tony Gonzalez. So yeah. Dude, their Three. offensive line stacked as well. Yeah, yeah. Willie Rofe and Will Shields. And uh, Brian Waters or Winters. Oh, yeah. Willie Rofe is an all-time name. Yeah. Especially for a lineman, yeah. Yeah. Would, did Berman have a nickname for him? I feel like he would have. Probably. Well, probably like Willie Pot Rofe. Willie Rofe. <laughs> I like it, Steve. But if you look at their defense, like – there's literally not a single name I recognize. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think defense is, is, uh, is, is putting it generously. Dude, these guys are fucking nobodies. Uh, my favorite was uh, all-time name Mike Mazlowski. Mazlowski, do you recognize him? He had 125 no, I, tackles that year. Never I just confused him, him with, uh, yeah. with Mike Wazowski from uh, Monsters, Inc. Oh. I have Ray Crockett. Why do I know Ray Crockett's name? He... Uh, you're thinking of Betty Crockett. No. Is he like <laughs> a defense player or something? Ray Cro- yeah, I think he I feel like he played in a different team and I knew his name. He was there. Uh, I played for Denver for a long time. I mean, I recognize some. I recognize Wayne Clemens. I don't even recognize him. Yeah, I didn't know anyone in their defense besides him. No, you're thinking of Fajita, Andy. Patton? <laughs> it's just Moss with a Ren V thrown in there. Like, what the fuck? Monty Beisel, didn't he play for the Pats? Badly? 
for a few years? I feel like, yeah, he was a name as well. He oh, for one year. Though. Like, he was on special teams. 2005, yep. He had they had Morton Anderson, kicker, again. Oh, with, with that Hardo uh, face mask. Oh, yeah. That was straight Hardo? out of like the nineteen, uh, the the from the one from the nineteen seventies. I don't think that's hard. When he first came in the league, oh yeah, and he's like, I'm keeping this face. It's the opposite forever. of Hardo. <laughs> nah. All right, want me to continue my uh, my? Sky? I think that's all I had. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, Pats finally are favored in a game here. They're eight and a half point favorites going in. over under forty three and a half. So. Hang on a second. Yeah. I gotta go inside. I hope this. you bet the over. My internet's fucked. Oh, I th- does that mean we can turn video back on? I thought only Greg had computer problems. Wasn't that? Remember that, Steve? These are yep. internet problems, not computer problems. Hmm? Is it not? Does that mean we can turn our video back on? <laughs> Did I send you that Snapchat from last night with my ear painted? No. Uh, maybe uh, I haven't checked my Snapchat very frequently. Oh, you should. I've been sending you a bunch of ridiculous Snapchats. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's that's gross. I got it. <laughs> that's pretty gross. Did you uh, did you see my Snapchat story right now? No. Check that shit out. I'll give you the caption. It's called Pound Town USA. <laughs> should I watch this? Yeah. <laughs> Those bugs be funky. They're going at it and making more bugs. It's bug porn. It's like that movie uh, Bugs Life or that movie Ants if they were fucking each other. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? All right. Dude, I can't. I don't know how you have the mustache over your lip, Greg. That's insane. I would drive you nuts. Yeah, it's wicked gross. But it's the fact that Kelly's feeling. Yeah, Kelly it's hates like, it, so I leave it. <laughs> yeah, I would just, it would drive me nuts. Like I play with my beard hair and my, my hair's getting so long I twirl it like constantly. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's so fucking gross. All right. <laughs> Looking good, Gregory. Hey, but look about as dumb as your fucking profile pic, bro. Cool, bro. Looks like someone outlined your head in a marker. Cool, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk football. Let's talk some football. All right. Steve, you want to tell me about this game? Well, I don't know how much Dick Vermeil saw because it looked like he was squinting the whole time with like his teeth, you know, like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Sucking his teeth. Yeah. I just, it took me a while to get over that. <laughs> but, it does. Can you describe that for our listeners the best way you can? Because I just saw it on video and it makes sense. Yeah. Like when you squint, right? You generally like, you kind of like pull your cheeks up a little bit and it's like a, like a half smile, yeah. but he would just like let the lips go over, like all the way over his teeth, show his gums and everything the whole time. Yeah. Or his teeth are sticking out. I mean, if you think, picture Dick Vermeil and just like him squinting with his teeth sticking out. <laughs> And you'll know exactly what we're talking about. I feel like it's, like, say it's like a horse who's got peanut butter in his mouth. He's like, he's pulling his, yeah. his lips all the way back. Yeah, it's like that. But I like, he, that's the defining picture in my head of him, though, before all this. I feel like mm. that's his natural face. Yeah, with the squint. You've never seen him in like a rain game. He's always it's like super sunny. Maybe it's just so bad this 
like sucking a lemon is watching his defense play. He's not that bad. God, he's such a white person though. So what? If you just go Google Dick for meal, it's like this guy. This guy is the <laughs> whitest human alive. <laughs> he's like, well, my wife dresses me, you know. <laughs> She's got a good sense of style. I have a lot of collared pullovers, but I hang them up in the on hangers because I don't want them to get wrinkled. <laughs> I like the vest because my core stays warm, but my arms, you know, they're still nice and cool. I like to be able to move around a lot. <laughs> right, it's enough. <laughs> you don't like our Dick Vermeil impressions? No. Oh, well, this... actually, I I have some audio of Dick Vermeil because he I was apparently super pissed about the injury situation. Mm. Um, Are you talking about that halftime, like as he's walking off? Yeah, so as he's walking yeah, off, our, our favorite Bonnie Bernstein. Uh, Bonnie? Yeah, yeah. She uh, she went to go interview him real quick. And so she said, so she like asked him about it because there was a bunch of injuries to their defensive backs. Play that recklessly. Let's go to Bonnie Bernstein. I don't know the cap problem. Safe to say this might be a sticky situation. Yeah, we, have a we have a problem. Serious problem. And how do you deal with it? Well, we try to get the 46-man rule changed so the players we have in you, on our roster can suit up and play. That's the number one way we deal with it, but we don't. So we'll try to get a safety ready to play and help us out there. But it's a problem right now. Hopefully that Crockett can come back and, and play. You know? Coach, thanks. <laughs> what was he so mad about? Not the forty-six man roster. Yeah. yeah, I think he. They had some injuries late in the week in terms of defensive backs, and then Crockett went out. He got hurt. I think he came back eventually. Like uh, his calf got stepped on or something. But uh, so they were like they didn't have enough cornerbacks to to suit up. Probably why you saw an explosion of points in the second half, but. That makes sense. Is is Bonnie still around no, these I, days? Great is question. She, Stat check. I'm a big fan of Bonnie. Yeah, she was great. Let's see if she's still great. And, and also, why were we? <laughs> Maybe she likes she, half beards, Greg. Oh, here we go. She has been named one of the uh, one of the most accomplished female sportscasters in history. What does that mean? One of that could be like one of like 500, you know? She's on the list, though. I mean, none of us can say that. I don't know. I mean, I I guess her website doesn't seem to show much. (laughs) This game was brutal in the first half, like Andy said. I had five Patriots penalties in the first five minutes, seven in the first 10 minutes, and then Brady threw a pick right after that. Yeah. So the Patriots had had. more penalty yards and offensive yards at one point. Yeah. I think, yeah, okay, yeah, at halftime, the Patriots had nine penalties for 80 yards, and the Chiefs as a team had less than 80 total yards gained. But one of them was a pretty good back shoulder throw from Trent Green for that touchdown. It was his only good throw, yeah. Legend. But yeah, if you are going to watch this, psh, skip it the whole first half. Actually, no, no, no. Watch that Kevin Falk wheel route touchdown. Oh, that was pretty, yeah. That was an absolutely perfect ball from Brady. Hit him like. All you can do is you can go to the uh, Patriots Dynasty website. Patriots oh, Dynasty yeah, Auto Info. Flash game slash 69. Ooh. Wow, wow, wow. You can watch the, the Falk highlight. 
in the highlights section and then go back and watch the full game, the full second half. Why is it game 69? Uh, it's just a randomly generated number. It's the 69th, the 69th piece of content created on the website. That's all. It just happened to be this game, so it worked out well for us. Of course. Of course. Yes. Perfect. Why didn't, why didn't I guess that? Because you're not a nerd, Gregory. Well, you see, it's a series of ones and zeros. <laughs> it's a fucking number. It doesn't mean anything. It's just there. Shut up, Shut up nerd. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, you fucking nerd. You're fucking Luddite. <laughs> Luddite? Is that what you call yeah. me? Yeah, I called you a fucking Luddite. Uh, let me Google that. Got to figure out how offended you're supposed to be. A person, a Luddite. Uh, it says derogatory, a person opposed <laughs> to new technology or ways of working. You want to hear it in a sentence? Yeah, please. I think I just used it in a sentence, but yes, please. Greg, you're a fucking Luddite. <laughs> uh, a small-minded Luddite resisting progress. Oh, there's a historical definition. Okay. Remember, a member of any of the bands of English workers who destroyed machinery, especially in cotton and woolen mills, that they believed was threatening their jobs. 1811 through 1816 yeah the luddites the luddites of england i i i hate cotton machines <laughs> and you know what i hate more than cotton machines woolen machines. <laughs> cotton New and technology. woolen yeah that's too much technology for me <laughs> i'm a yeah if that makes me a luddite then god damn it i'm a luddite <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking this one off the rails here, boys. Yeah, oh yeah, you're, I don't know. <laughs> Let's get back That's on right. track. Second I'm half. I'm right back on track. You ready for this? Speaking of yeah. Luddites, how about these commentators? <laughs> I thought they were good-ish. Theodore wasn't as bad as I remembered. With some exceptions. Again? It was Theodore and Dick Emberg. I mean, Dick's there was atrocious. Now that I figured out how to do uh, audio, like import audio into this, I've got a couple of clips. I've got one for Dick Enberg. Ooh, um, that's cool. And I just want to set the scene that it was a a quick like bubble screen to Dion Branch that went for a couple yards. But um, this is how it sounded on the television broadcast. Dude, look at this technology. Andy ain't a Luddite. For a first down. That's a great replay. Little flanker screen. No, it's to Antoine Smith, who was make it Kevin Falk, who was flanked nope. out there. Or was it Dion, Dion Branch, it was. Hey, Hidden in the show. crowd. A big... <laughs> the, and uh, just for the record, if you were watching that, uh, it was clearly showing Dion Branch the entire time. Number wow. Eight, completely he, emblazoned. To his defense, all 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 those guys have a three in their number. Technically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> One one's about a foot taller than the other. Yeah. And Antoine Smith never lines up at wide receiver, but Ever. Yeah. <laughs> they do all have threes in them. I will say though, they had a sweet golf reference, so I was all about that. All right, what was it? Let's hear. It was uh, it was on a punt in the yeah. second quarter. I forget he even punted it, but he you know, hit it at the one and had a little backspin oh, on it. Walter, yeah. Mm. And Walter. Yep. I forget his reference was, but I had my own. I was like, he should call it like a KB1 Something about a, a sandwich, and his, his sandwich doesn't do that. Yep. Maybe the punter was using a KV1. 
No? Sure. What's that? Pro V1? Never mind. The K ball. Uh, I have a Pro V1. What's the KV1? You know, the, that joke's too high class for you guys. What's <laughs> a sand wedge? You want to hear something funny, Steve? Is I have, I've had a sleeve of Pro V1s for about two years that I am unwilling to use because I know <laughs> that I'm just going to put them in the woods. So it just sits yeah. there in my bag. You and look I at just, it every time. Yeah, and I just slice away on my range balls. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've golfed with you boys once, maybe twice. And uh, I, I've actually left the golf course with more balls than I came with because I just use whatever I can find. I hit a ball in a certain direction, then I just go and find whatever ball is out there in the woods. And then I use that one. The last time me and Greg played together, Greg just took some range balls onto the course with him. And then we got matched up with a member. And that guy was like, you're using the range balls. <laughs> and Greg's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that so that guy best. spent the next two holes just like walking through the woods, tossing out balls for Greg to use. He didn't hit a single shot. He would, <laughs> he would get in his cart and he would drive it around to where my first shot landed and just like drop two real balls next to mine and just keep <laughs> driving. He was the best. <laughs> he was like the tooth fairy for like real golf balls. <laughs> oh, well, once we got past that snoozer first quarter, second quarter, second half was awesome. Things really picked up. They did, yeah. yeah. Even the third quarter wasn't like crazy, but it, it was kind of starting to I get there. Dude, the third I mean, quarter had my scoring. favorite moment the whole game. All right, which one was that? Well, the Chiefs scored that touchdown, right? So they're up. Yeah. And then this was like the Troy Brown drive where Brady yeah, just like they started playing zone yeah. and Brady just goes, Troy, Troy. He goes four in a row to Troy Brown. Five and then in five in a row. <laughs> well, then the fifth one was the touchdown where like Brady was getting blown up. He knew he was going to take a hit and he just like throws it to the corner of the end zone because he just knows that Troy is going to see the same shit he sees and go to the spot. Like he threw it to a spot, not even to Troy. And Troy made a sick ass sliding diving catch. Yeah, this awesome. is, I wish you could arguably say this is Troy Brown's like best game. I would think that's right up there with the uh, Steelers AFC Championship one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one talk- from a productive standpoint was was better, like an offensive. And he got hurt too, with like in the third or early fourth quarter. Yeah, and and didn't come back. That's Although actually Dan true. Thought he yeah. would come back. Ah, oh, he's like, oh, this top. Yeah, in overtime, like, oh, and Troy Brown's back from his injury, and it was. I was like, yeah, and then I was like, no, that's not Troy. <laughs> this is what I mean. Bitches. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I, I at one point I was getting all worked up, and I was getting kind of like nervous that Deodorf and Emberg weren't as bad as I thought they were. I, I, no, I I remember this correctly. They were that bad. But yeah, Troy Brown ended the day with a team record sixteen catches for one hundred and seventy six yards. Which today is still tenth all time on the Patriots, in terms of in terms a, of yards. It's still first in terms of catches. Talk about a PPR game, huh? Jesus. Oh, okay, so that sixteen catches still stands. It's like better than Welker or anybody. He's tied for first. With in catches, yes. Welker. Yeah. What game was that? Give us a clue. Is it a big uh, game? Uh, against Buffalo. In Buffalo. Yeah. Did I get it? 
Final score? Uh, they they won that. No, they lost that game. That's the one where Fred Jackson had that like run that put Correct. Buffalo in field goal. Like yes. they went up twenty one nothing and then they lost, ended up losing the thirty four thirty one because yeah. I think uh, that was um, what's his name from uh, from Harvard from Harvard Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, thank you. It was a Ryan Fitzpatrick game where he started the game throwing three interceptions and then turned around and still like threw four touchdowns. I love Fitzpatrick. He's the best. But Wes Welker in that game, which I'm excited to get to now that I know this, 16 catches, 217 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. We got Brown, Welker, Edelman. Like, rank them. Because they all made the same. I, like, kind of have a sour taste in my mouth about, about Welker. A lot of people do because of his drop in the Super Bowl and the fact they never actually mm-hmm. won. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Troy Brown's got to be number one. Yeah, what are we ranking this off of? How much we like the guys? Because Troy, Brown, Troy Brown's definitely number one if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, in their prime, who you got? Who would you like pick? Troy Brown. In their, in their prime, probably Welker, to be honest. His numbers are... are yeah, like, he benefited from Randy Moss, too. True, but he was also like doing shit on his own as well. Like, and I that think... o- that offense was like running gun. That's when they were running that r- hurry up, That's and they true. were getting they were getting off like seventy five to ninety five plays a yeah, game. But you this, know, this this the uh, Buffalo game was in two thousand eleven, so it's not like it was just with with him. Um, here's a knock on Welker though: no special teams like Troy and Julian definitely had impacts as punt returners. Welker used to return punts, but then. I think because he was so valuable to the offense, they had Edelman start doing it instead. And I remember when they made the switch, and I thought Edelman wasn't as good. Uh, also, a, a knock on Welker is his face kind of looks like dumb. You know, he's got to get dumb face. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like Julian. like oh, obviously yeah. a beautiful-looking man. Even Troy Brown. Like, he's kind of a normal-looking guy. Yeah, Welker. pretty gorgeous. He's got like dumb face. He's got like man, Manning forehead, you know, where he gets like the mark from the helmet. Yeah, yeah, his helmet's on too tight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. I would go oh. Troy Edelman Walker. I think Edelman doesn't get enough credit. What about, you think Troy Brown would have a, like huge numbers if he played more seasons with Brady? I mean, he, he did in those first few years. Yeah, so probably. Yeah. And I think just in general, I think he would have bigger numbers in the more pass-heavy offenses of today anyway. Yeah, but even like as opposed to a Bledsoe where I feel like Brady relies on that slot receiver that can just find spaces, like work through his mm-hmm. zone and get open. Like I feel like that's Troy Brown to a T, right? Like that's way true. more so than Bledsoe. Yeah. But it was a, it was a different know. game. Like I, I feel like Troy Brown's game was a lot different than Welker and Edelman. In terms of like Welker and Edelman are more that quick, shifty kind of guy who can change direction real quick. And that wasn't ever really Troy Brown's game in terms of like route running, you know? You know, he just so? knew where to. I just felt like Troy Brown knew where to sit in terms of his zone. He's pretty shifty, though. Maybe not. Oh, he's as definitely much shifty. As... And he also, like, I feel like Troy Brown got a lot of his yards on those like quick bubble screens, too. Because hey, he was that, that kind of like punt returner guy. Who got the most touchdowns? Most touchdowns? Yeah, because that was always, I mean, Edelman Welker. and Welker never scored touchdowns, really. True, he just had to catch it, but he never had that many touchdowns. 
Yeah, but Troy seems to be, I mean, rewatching all these games and seeing him game in, game out, he's a little bit more of like a downfield threat than just that slot. So he seemed to score a little bit more. Interesting. Like even that touchdown uh, I just referenced. I don't know if that's oh, a wow. Or... Wait. What is this ranking it on? Touchdowns. <laughs> All right. So the first one, is, there are eight, nine, and 10. Really? Really? This can't be right. <laughs> Do you want to guess the order? Are we talking like eighth place, ninth place, 10th place? Or they have yeah. eight, nine, and 10 touchdowns? No, eight, eighth. Eighth place, ninth place, tenth place. Uh, I think Troy probably has the longevity, right? He's been there less. Wrong. <laughs> Welker, I, Welker has got 37, Edelman 36, Troy Brown 31. Dude, Randy Moss, <laughs> three years, he's got 50 touchdowns. Oh, it's ridiculous. 51. That's, Insane. So if we're counting all touchdowns, not just reception touchdowns. And playoffs, yep. Did Stanley uh, Morgan, 67. I've just gone back uh, from 2000, from the, the Brady Belichick era. Dude. Greg, how many like punt return touchdowns do they all have? Oh. I'm, talking, I'm talking total Every- touchdowns. Where is even on this list? He has to because you think like if you oh all right then, to my point factoring in special teams. So all touchdowns, just like that, they had something to do with be it run, pass, catch, punt return, kick return. What what, what right. which order was your list, Greg? Uh, Welker, Edelman, Brown. Okay. Uh, in terms of all touchdowns, how would you put them? Brown, Edelman, Welker. Greg? Saint. Edelman, Welker, Brown. Really? Edelman has 47 touchdowns. He's third on seven. Yeah. I threw a couple. He threw a couple. He's got some punt return ones as well. Yeah. Oh, throwing counts? Yeah. All, all touchdowns. Oh, all right. Welker has 41. Troy Brown has 28. Dude, this says Gino Capaletti has 42. He's a kicker. Was he a kicker slash quarterback? Quarterback? I don't know. <laughs> this is TD receptions. The list I'm looking at. Wow. I mean, that's, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Gino Capaletti. Um, Tupa, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> right? This can't be right. Receiving in Russian. Damn, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he paid, you got, you caught as many as 50 passes in a season. God damn. I didn't, I didn't know that at all. No, oh, I thought he was just a kicker. He's in the Hall of Fame for kicking, right? I thought so. <laughs> Stat check. Yeah, you tell us. I don't know what list you're looking at. But... Do you have to? I mean, I guess you do have to have a position, right? Yeah. Oh, you have to have a position. Dude, what a, what a beast. Right? I just loved him from his, uh, his commentation on the radio. Ooh, speaking of great commentation, what did you think of when uh, one asked the other, please, no more tickling? <laughs> they were talking about their tickle fight, Andy. I thought of you. Yeah, I it, it, it didn't tickle the line because there's no tickling in football. Yeah. But then they talked about tickling for like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of tickling talk. 
TikTok. That's how TikTok got started. It was actually just <laughs> videos of people tickling each other. <laughs> oh, and then okay, talking cool. about it. Yeah, and then dis- uh, discussing afterwards. Also on the broadcast, they're like, what is the most heated rival? Dolphins, yeah. Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Browns, Steelers, Chiefs, <laughs> Raiders, Broncos, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. What was the Not, answer? I don't. It was like a AOL.com poll. poll, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the answer is none of the above. I mean, they're all Broncos, terrible Chiefs, now. Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Now. Back in the day, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Well, even like if you look at this through today's lens, Dolphins, Jets, No. Bills, Dolphins, no. Brown Steelers, no. Chiefs, Raiders, not really. Broncos, Raiders, no. Broncos, Chiefs has got to be one of the Chiefs ones. Uh, that, yeah, it's got to be it, I guess. Yo, Gino Capaletti's positions. Yeah. Uh, FLSE. Flanker. Split end. Split end. Yeah. Defensive back, wide receiver, kicker. God damn. <laughs> Dude, I need, I need footage of Gino. I think we may have to do an episode on Gino Capaletti. And his nickname was Duke. (laughs) Ooh, love that. Duke? Hell yeah. That is such a 60s nickname. Mm -hmm. All right. Gino Capaletti. Duke Capaletti, you know? (laughs) It's my 60s character. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know how to come back. Hey, what what position you play, Duke? I, you know, flanker. Split end. Split end. Do you think he uh, he played with Bucko Kilroy? Ooh, Bucko. <laughs> Bucko. I bet they didn't get along. They were smoking cigarettes on the sidelines. <laughs> Bucko was just, dirty. Yeah, they just hammered. You know, doesn't doesn't strike me as a dirty kind of guy. Uh, Stand up, dude. That's what I'm saying. I bet he's got some skeletons in his closet. It's the sixth. No, I I bet he played the game the right way. You just you can just feel from the way he. I'm going to stat check that. I'm gonna stat check. <laughs> I don't think you are. I'm going to put Gino Capaletti controversy into the Google.com machine. Dirty. Okay. Let's not. I don't even want to go down that hole, even if it no. exists. Let's talk about Be- this game. Speaking Daniel of holes, uh, I, I, because it's. Speaking of holes. Uh, I, yeah, I'm a little uh, I'm a little disappointed that, that Mike didn't get to be here for the, the Dan Deerdorf Dickenberg era um, because. Even I could get the football, not football on this. And so, let's hear it. yeah, so I've got uh, just a couple. Um, but there was one where they were talking about uh, Tabucky Jones from his safety spot was pounding the whole way. And okay. I'm not sure that's grammatically correct, but no. what, what is he doing? He's. They just said he's pounding the whole way. Yeah, that's how you squirt through the hole. Wait, wait, oh. wait. Pounding the hole away? No, pounding the whole way. That's the how you squirt way. through the hole, Andy. Because I think he got the the sack, so, and so he was pounding, pounding the, the way to the, the the quarterback. So pounding the entire way. No, yeah, no, 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 guys. In the sense, you that that's how you squirt through the hole. Pounding. You pound mm-hmm. the whole way to squirt through the hole. I mean, he did. He squirted through the hole and got the sack. I think. And they forced an interception. Actually. Uh, and then I don't know who it was, but somebody was smacked by three chiefs, which I I didn't think you could show on TV. Smacked but, by three chiefs? Yeah. Like just smacked by three chiefs. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that an innuendo? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick at that too. It's, if I have to explain it to you. I mean, they didn't say spanked. They said smacked. 
Well, what what were you when you were getting spanked as a child? What was that called? Yeah, but that's like a, I think that's like a our family thing. I don't know if it is. Smacked, smack to me means you get like slapped in the face. Uh, you want me to Google smack? <laughs> <laughs> that check smack. See if it has. Yeah, you can do like, butt spankings. You can smack your kid around, right? Yeah, you, can, you can smack anybody around, really. The the you see it in a sentence. They they say she gave Mark a smack across the face. Oh, you want to hear another one? Jessica smacked his face quite hard. <laughs> I ran smack into the back of a park truck. Okay, none of I, none of this has to do with spanking, Andy. <laughs> I think you're looking it up on the wrong website, Gregory. It's Google.com, man. I have rest my case. <laughs> what do you want to ask Jeeves about smack slash spanking? <laughs> Urban Dictionary is the real. Oh, there you go. No, what was it? What was the other one? Urban uh, Thesaurus. Thesaurus, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Ask her. Wiki diff. The wiki diff. Like, what's the difference? And I have spank versus smack. (laughs) As as verbs, the difference between spank and smack is that spank is to beat, smack, or slap a person's buttocks. <laughs> With a bare hand or other object as oh, punishment. Very as punishment, gesture, or a form of sexual interaction. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that's football then. I think we've cleared this up. <laughs> I think so too. That's football. If those three chiefs had spanked him, then we're <laughs> Oh boy. Alright, so then this is similar, but I don't know if this will create the same controversy because it said, well, they both took wax. <laughs> that one's not innuendo either. <laughs> uh, Google wax, would you? Wax? Okay. Yeah. We're just Googling random verbs. <laughs> I'm with Greg on this one. That is not innuendo either, Andy. <laughs> T- it didn't read. tickle the line because there's no tickling in football. Yes, that tickling. <laughs> tickling. That was... Yeah, you're you're only tickling. Well, I guess you could tickle a child. True. <laughs> Let's not go down that path, though. But what about what does tickling the line mean? You know, tickler, just a coochie coochie. All right, back to the game. All right, talk to me. Pat start game. opening it up. Right, the uh, Daniel Graham's first touchdown was one-handed sick. snag. Did. Actually, and this was good commentating on their part. He saw, he said, oh, you only use one hand on that catch. And then on the replay, you can see that he literally left hand snags it and secures it without even using his other hand. That's true. And he looked pretty fast. Like he outran a cornerback to the end zone. Yep. Yeah, he looked like what I think uh, that he was supposed to be the Ben coach replacement. Yep. He had that look. He was big, fast dude with hands. We force a fumble, Victor Green. Rips it out of uh, Priest Holmes, I think. Yeah, Priest Holmes had a big run too, like 17, 18 yards. And then Pat and turned that. Recovers. Bad. Brady kind of threw it behind him, but Patton one handed it as well and used that pivot turn and just gone for the touchdown. Yeah, that was a great catch. At that point, Brady, excluding like his slow start, was 27 for 36, four TDs and 312. <laughs> In 2002, which is like insane, right? Yeah. yeah I have it now. I was like, how the fuck do we miss a playoffs? We're looking like an absolute wagon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Except, and, except on offense anyway. Yeah. 
And Connor kind of made a point earlier this year about like, like Brady announcing like he's here mm-hmm. and like these three games, mm-hmm. this is like last year was like, okay, Brady's like a game manager. Right. Like he's, he makes big plays and big moments, but he's not putting up crazy stats. Like these three games, he is slinging all yes. over the place. Yeah. He had 400 plus yards in this game, four touchdowns, yeah. like 410. Yeah. He ended with in this, which was at the time was the sixth highest in Patriots history. Yeah, Damn. so th- this is where, like, to me, Brady, like, anybody can be a, a – Joe Flacco won a, a Super Bowl, right? Oh, yeah. Eli, Eli Manning's done it twice where he goes on a, a hot streak and rides it. But Who is this the is, uh, Baltimore? Is Joe Flacco. No, the, the other one. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? We just that. <laughs> Wasn't it um, – Shots fired. It was uh, Kyle Trent Bowler, Trent Dilfer. Yeah, yeah Trent Dilfer. 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 Uh, he won it with um, – Rich Gannon's got one, right? Rich Gannon's good, though. Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl with the Bears. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, yeah, this is this is Brady coming out showing that it wasn't just. Yeah. And that's the well, difference. Brady Brady wins the Super Bowl, and then he puts in more work in the offseason. Oh, speaking well, I think, of which, I have, a, I have a clip for that. Look at me. I've learned a new trick, can you tell? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> So this is uh, actually I hate Bonnie it again because I'm a luddite. <laughs> I know the, the luddite in me hates it. <laughs> this is our girl Bonnie talking about um, Brady working on us because remember last week we we didn't know about Brady's play action. Auga. All right. Well, Dick, play action has become so much a part of the Patriots offense. And Tom Brady's really worked on the fakes in the offseason. He watched a lot of film of the great ones. Brett Favre, Peyton Manning. He mentioned Elvis Gerback. And he said the key is really consistency. If you watch quarterbacks, a lot of times they'll rush to their handoff point and then slow down and do just the opposite when they fake. He said defenses will definitely pick up on that. So you always have to keep what you're doing exactly the same. And Elvis Gerback does not fit. Yeah, did she say Gerback in there? Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, oh, here's some two very highly rated Hall of Famers. <laughs> I, I thought I misheard that. No. <laughs> like Gerback. <laughs> that name forever. And maybe he's really like, good at play action. I don't know. It's a great name. It, here's, I think, the real oh, thing that makes Brady great. Like, I don't know. I have, I don't remember this season at all. And um, but I know the end result of them missing the playoffs. So he's got to fall off. But then in 2002 or 2003, he comes back even more with a vengeance. Like to, to have that peak of a Super Bowl start this year, the way this has, I don't remember this year being so awesome where three games are three and oh, they're absolutely lighting people up. Their offense looks unstoppable. Their defense mm-hmm. looks just as good as last year. And then to have it all fall apart and then to come back the next year and rattle off two more Super Bowl wins. That's what I really think makes Brady great. Yeah. Well, I think that even this year, I think Brady, yeah, Brady led this, the, the NFL in touchdown pass. He did indeed. With, with 28. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like he was led. But I mean, back then, I think that was like a reasonable amount of touchdowns to, to lead the league with. Yeah. And I mean, Steve is saying the defense is as good as last year, but I think you're starting to see cracks here. Like, look at Priest Holmes at an absolutely monster game. So, I mean, yeah. So, let's talk about Priest Holmes because I I remember him being good, but I don't remember why. But apparently, he led the league in why? the year yeah. before. Yeah. And uh, and he was like the – they were talking about it. The commentator was talking about it. He was the first guy in like 20 years 
to lead the league in rushing when he was a free agent the year before. So the Chiefs actually had signed him uh, prior to the 2001 season. Uh, and actually, uh-huh. the Patriots were looking at him as well, but they they went with Antoine Smith because he was cheaper, I think. Um, no, but the oh, Chiefs. He couldn't have been cheaper. Doesn't sound right, does it? Priest Holmes is a nobody before he got to. He he's undrafted out of Texas. Didn't he? He played for the the Ravens, but, though, right? Before yeah, this? for for two years, but he didn't, he didn't put up really any numbers. I think he was still pretty highly touted, though, because. Who else was there? It was uh, wasn't Jamal Anderson at the time, who was just like lighting the league on fire, and Priest Holmes was backing him up. Or I mean, like maybe. I mean, he's got a decent uh, average per carry, but I mean, yeah, I think he was one of those like uh, backup running backs that everybody fell in love with, you know. And so there was a bit of a bidding market for him. Who's but, the equivalent uh, right now? Uh, it's uh, probably a really of because everybody has like three running backs. Question. Yeah, well, they don't. <laughs> um. Who was the run? There was a running back for the uh, the Ravens backup that everybody loved. I don't remember who it was though. Yeah, there's, there's well, always anyways. Yeah, year. he's he put up a he put up a three year span here in Kansas City where he's like the best running back in the league. Yeah, and this was right in the midst of that. I think he how many yards did he run for this season? It was like sixteen hundred or something ridiculous. Yeah, sixteen fifteen with a another like almost seven hundred receiving yards <laughs> yeah he basically was the offense of this team and the Panthers yeah. knew that going in they knew what they were getting themselves into and they still couldn't fucking stop it because yeah 24 touchdowns he would and then the next year he would set an nfl record with 27 touchdowns which has right. has been has been broken like four times since then but still by lt the, right yeah I, yeah i always confused lt and priest holmes but i really yeah, I don't know why. Maybe because they both like didn't LT break that not too long after. Yeah, it was like the next year, and then someone yeah, broke yeah. it the year after. I think. Yeah, but I hate LT a lot. I more. used to always get him and Jamal Lewis mixed up. I used to get him and didn't the Chiefs have another like, Larry Johnson course? Maybe. Larry, I think it was yeah, it's Larry like, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it was Larry Johnson. That's right from Penn State. Yeah. 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 And they were the kind of similar running running back styles, and they were the workhorse of the team, and everything ran through them. Yeah, kind of like that era of of Chiefs football felt like. Reese Holmes went undrafted, right? He did. Yeah, I think it's because he was backing up Ricky Williams, right? Is that what you're saying, Steve? Yeah, they were they were playing at Texas together, but it was like their Damn. times weren't that crossed. And there's like a one year gap in Priest Holmes' like stats at Texas. I have no idea what happened there, but. Ooh. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, his name's, his name's Priest, so it's definitely not like, <laughs> you know, touching kids or anything. You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't go to Penn State, so we're good. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, there was like, nothing. I don't know. Maybe he got what hurt. A, what a backfield. Hmm. Right, Jesus. And like, when you think about it, like Ricky Williams, like there's that trade where the Saints traded like their entire draft. Oh right, for yeah. the pick to get him, and then like the Priest Holmes goes undrafted. And career wise, you got to say Priest Holmes has a better career than Ricky Williams. Yeah, is that true? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he set the uh, touchdown record. Like <laughs> Ricky Williams never even sniffed it. 
Uh, I mean, he had well, a Ricky Williams was though. a stud for a few years. Yeah, he was. I don't know about a stud. He was good, and then he was like just crazy. Oh, and I he went him. and like traveled the world, and smoked. I, I loved him too. But oh yeah, like have you, ever, have you ever heard about him uh, negotiating his own contract? Mm-mm. No. Or I. This was. This actually goes. This goes hand in hand with my deep dive. But when he got drafted, there was like the whole like. Uh, hip-hop and sports were becoming like intermingled to a high degree so all the rappers were wearing the jerseys backwards remember that oh yeah yeah. and apparently like when he got drafted he like signed on with uh i don't know one of the southern rappers like had like set up their own agency sports agency and they were getting some pretty big names and like the contract that they drafted for him was like like 98% incentive laden. <laughs> so, and like the incentives were like, he would have to set like NFL records for like four straight seasons to get t- to that benchmark. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I'm betting on myself. And I like lost millions and millions of dollars in the process. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, poor Ricky Williams. So you want to hear my uh, deep dive here? Yeah. yeah. So, Whenever I hear the name Dante Hall, I think of the uh, Little Wayne song from The Drought Three. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the lyric right now. Remember, he does. Can the you ex- rap us the lyric, please? Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna speak it. No. <laughs> Come on. I'm just you gonna. Pussy. I'm just gonna speak it. Remember, they called him the X Factor, and he used to do the X thing. He used to do the X. Yeah. 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 So this is the line from Little Wayne. I got a great idea. We should have sex. Bitch, I'm like Dante Hall. I just throw up the X. <laughs> Poetry. <laughs> Took me a second to realize that was the like like the triple that, that X. Like the, 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 like the suck it X? Like ecstasy. That X? Yeah, oh. Ecstasy. Yes. Who used to do the uh, suck it X? In wrestling, uh, I know what you're talking about. They they banned that from the kickball field in my elementary school because everybody when they cross the cross the plate and kickball they do the X and everybody. Ooh, it. I'll say it's like Triple H or something like that. Yeah, you want to hear a couple other uh, lines from this song? Uh, yeah, I mean you yeah. got me hooked. Don't drink Cristal no more. Just pour it on white bitches' heads. <laughs> Which actually has more context than you think. Apparently, uh, the like the CEO of Cristal, in an interview with the Economist, uh, they were asking him about how rap culture had kind of adopted Cristal as like a sign of affluence, and he yeah. basically said, "Hey, you can't pick who drinks your beverages, you know." Oops. And they all took it as racist. So like Jay Z started um, like boycotting it. So this is Lil Wayne acknowledging that, yo, fuck you. I just pour it on white bitches' heads now, which is kind of <laughs> awesome. <laughs> which I never knew when I listened to the song. I just thought it was kind of funny, but it's pretty badass too. <laughs> I thought you're pretty good. Yeah. Um, is another line, if you don't like it, Ninja, fuck you with an AIDS dick. <laughs> it's like come on i like the uh mr wayne is there a backstory to that one Uh, i like the the self-censoring too by the way yeah i caught that yes yeah uh which also reminded me of my favorite rap quote ever from uh dr dre forgot about dre if y'all don't like me 
blow me. <laughs> which is which is just the best. And I say it to Kelly all the time. If y'all don't like me, blow me. <laughs> so then, uh, all right, from there, I started like thinking. Fuck you for Christmas, a gift and a curse. <laughs> so I started looking into like, hey, when is, like, did, like, how much did Tom Brady enter, like, the hip-hop culture, right? So if they're rapping about Dante Hall and like Tom Brady is like a perennial MVP, like he's got to be in there at some point. Right. And apparently the first time Lil Wayne mentioned, mentions him is in 2011. Oh wow. A long time. Yeah. The song Gucci Gucci. My life (laughs) is like a movie. I got a leading lady. My rooftop dropped back like Tom Brady, which is a pretty sweet line. Yeah. You said that's 2011. 2011 yeah that seems way late well it's the first time little wayne mentions him oh okay okay yeah some Even other that people seems late though i know i thought so too um my favorite was a, a rick ross song it's actually wale who says it um he and this quote is out of this third rock ninja air it out i'm on my tom brady Y'all ninjas is Eric Crouch. <laughs> Eric Crouch. <laughs> Eric Crouch, dude. That's brilliant. Yeah, oh yeah. Is, yeah. is Eric God. Crouch the, the whitest quarterback to ever be mentioned in a rap song? He's gotta be. He's, He's gotta, gotta be. be up there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there a Brandon Whedon one? <laughs> I mean, I feel like Whedon would actually be a good a good word to fit into a rap song. Definitely. There's a little Kim one too, but it's just so bad. We can't say that and then not uh, deliver, Greg. Come on. All right, right? I'm already, all right. This is from 2019, Little Kim song, Too Bad. Oh, dear. Um, I'm going to shake it on him, shake it all around like a hula hoop, and now he want to take me to Hawaii, and you know I'm going to go, go, and get it. Tom Brady, I'm going to throw it, throw it back. What? Mm. Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> from Little Kim. I believe she's talking about her hips during coitus. Okay. We'd explain the hula hoop, you know? A certain position. Yeah. 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 Throwing it back. Yeah. But does Tom Brady even throw it back? He throws it forward. Yeah. What does Hawaii have to do with anything? The Pro Bowl, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) It's not in Hawaii anymore, but. In Orlando. He want to take me to Orlando <laughs> for the Pro Bowl best festivities. <laughs> but he but he made the but he made the Super Bowl, so he canceled on me. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot! <laughs> all right, that's all I had. I thought that steep dive was going to be about Dante Hall, but it took yeah. a real strange turn. Yeah, yeah, he was not. sick, but like. He wasn't like a great receiver. He yeah. had his first catch behind beyond the line of scrimmage in like the fourth quarter at the very end when Chiefs are making it a game. Yep. And that Tony Gonzalez snag was also legit. His only one of the game. Yeah. yeah, but it was on tile law. He was not open and he just just pulled it out of the hands. Yeah. Yep. yep. With a bad wrist or something, like he had a yeah, they kept talking and talking about it. Oh, yeah, God, too too much that. whacking, right, Andy? That's right. Yeah, smacking. <laughs> I, I would say Dante Hall, Stephen. To your point, uh, reminded me a lot of Devin Hester. Yeah, I think he's shiftier than Devin Hester. Well, I, just in terms of like 
Devin Hester was an incredible kick returner. Yeah, yeah. the role but they on the team. they tried so yeah. hard to make him wide receiver, and he just couldn't. Just couldn't yeah. do it. And it felt like Dante Hall was that similar guy. Like they, they, they did a couple of end arounds and reverses with him just to get the ball in his hands. And one of them, he was electric. But he is. He had like a couple punt returns or kick returns that were yeah. pretty damn good in this yeah. game. But having said rather, that, in this, in this game specifically, I thought Dion Branch almost matched him kick return for kick return because there was a Branch. lot of him in this game. Dude, Dion Branch was a sick kick returner. I didn't even remember him returning kicks. Yeah, me neither. But he's averaging like 30 yards a, a kick return in this game. They were, they were fantastic. His first two were 34 and 53 yards. This is what That's I'm saying. Yeah. started from, yeah. Yeah, he was great. I just don't remember. And this is like his rookie season. <laughs> and they keep talking about how polite he is. This is, I think, two games in a row they've talked about it. Where is it? Yeah. he starts? He starts every uh, sentence with "Yes, sir" or "Yes, ma'am." Yeah, that's a that's a white commentator thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Bobby hey, Burns, hey, I bet you haven't hey, been called "ma'am" in ages. Like, yeah, he wears that's... a belt and he doesn't even sack his pants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's so polite. Yeah. The idea. Uh... Go on, Greg. I was going to say, can you? I think Dante Hall might be the shiftiest player that I can think of just off the top of my head. I mean, Reggie Bush, when he was at USC, was like impossible to put a hand on. But beyond that, one, one name. All right, let me hear it. Barry Sanders. Mm. Uh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's the Barry, yeah. I can think that would be. That's a good point. Shiftier. But yeah, no, he's, he's in that. In that That's, echelon. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not, obviously not as good as a football player and like not as productive as some of those other guys, but just from a pure, like, get the ball in his hands and that one, did you watch the highlight video of him, Andy? Uh, the one entitled uh, Human Joystick, absolutely. Yeah, where he, where he runs like back like 16 yards and then like... Yeah. Ugh. Or he, he like gets a, a, a punt. He, he catches the punt on like the four-yard line and goes backwards a couple yards to the end zone and then still manages to return it for a touchdown somehow. Like, yeah. Why are you even catching that? He's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. He was He's pretty yeah. good. Human highlight reel. It's like that. Uh, you seen that running back to the Pats picked up? <clears throat> Undrafted guy? Oh, uh, the super short dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. His highlight packages. He looks like he's going to be something fun to watch. Oh, really? I yeah. feel like you, I, I, I thought that about Deion Lewis when he first came here, too. Yeah, I mean, and he was. Him. He was electric. Yeah. Lewis was sick. Yeah. Deion Lewis break ankles like nobody. I we'll loved it. Yeah. I loved the Lewis. Loved him. We'll get so to I, I didn't obviously I, when I watch these games I have no idea what's gonna happen because I don't remember the season. And the Chiefs get to the one inch line. Mm-hmm. Right. There's like the receiver runs a curl or whatever and stops one inch short like an idiot. And uh and Lawyer Malloy like, pulls Malloy, him up. Yeah. yeah. Make sure he does not get in. I have no idea. Tell me they throw a slant and throw a pick. <laughs> like you have Priest Holmes in the backfield. Like yeah. he's like carried you. Trent Green like barely. Just, yeah, I think he just broke like a hundred yards on that fucking throw to Tony. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, please tell me they try to throw it with Green, but they don't. They just run it in no. like smart people do. Yeah, so it's not a Pete Carroll moment. This is uh... no. Yeah. Yeah. So the Chief... game into OT. Yeah, the, yeah, the game literally went down to third and inches. Three seconds left, one play left, and down by seven. And the Chiefs ran. Priest Holmes literally arrived the midge, dove over the pile, and almost didn't make it, but managed to get there because 
I think it was uh, both Brewski and Pfeiffer were out for this game. So they were starting. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, starting. But I think their heavy package had uh, Larry Izzo in there. Yeah, so I saw him in there way more. That's where they were for uh, their linebacking core. And they got gashed for like a buck 80 by Priest Holmes in this game. Yeah. yeah they gave he was 200 yards doing whatever he wanted on the ground. Yeah. yeah, it felt like he was averaging a first down every carry. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think I saw a single negative play from him. Even when they thought they had him, he would still get a couple yards. Yeah, or at least get He's back. Crazy he's crazy yeah, lucid. Yeah, he was. He was better than I remember. I, I thought he was yeah. kind of like a power back guy, but he had he had some shiftiness to him too. He did, yeah. And he does that little like his end zone celebration as he's going in that yeah. brought back memories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Kind of remind Sorry. me of the uh, the Thai law a little bit. Yeah. So it's like I, a variation of that. I love a good, little bit of showmanship. Yeah. But of course, Dick Enberg on that last touchdown says uh, Priest Holmes scores and we're going to extra time. And then uh, Dan Deardorff, of all people, had to remind them that no, they still had to kick the extra point. Back yeah. then, it was pretty automatic, you know. Whatever. Yeah. It's true, especially with Morton Anderson and his his nineteen seventies. I I want I want you to commentate a game, Andy. All right, I would love that. And, yeah. and oh, then do that. and then do ref, referee another game, and then I'm gonna sit through and watch the whole film. I've done refereeing gonna, before. Gonna... <laughs> I've it's hard football in college. Fucking hard, dude. Oh yeah, I have no problem with referees except these ones. <laughs> except all of them they're, they're bl- so you know how you always hear the Patriots always get all the calls and everything uh-huh. and yeah, you can point them to this game because there were 13 penalties called in this game and 12 of them were on the Patriots well maybe Chiefs they committed more one fouls one penalty for 5 yards maybe they did but the Patriots did they bitch about it did they get off their game no they just went and won the game anyway well, I mean, thinking about that locker room, Belichick at halftime, they had nine oh. in the first half. And then had 12 the whole game, you know, so they only had three more. He must have been so fucking mad about penalties because this wouldn't have been a game if they weren't you shooting think? themselves in the foot in the first half. I don't know. I think, I mean, I didn't watch the game, so I didn't see the penalties, but were they, were they like, they're dry. To me, yeah. there's, well, there's two kinds of penalties, right? There's like aggression type penalties, and then there's like, like, Offsides or like mental Dude. bonehead right. stuff. Here's, like here's a, holding, I'm perfect. fine with. Pass interferences, I'm fine with. That's just playing aggressive. You know. Here's a perfect example, Greg. Yep. The end of the first half, the they pin them deep, the Chiefs deep, and they force a three and out, and they punt it, and it's like a crappy punt or whatever, and they get the ball at like the 45 on the offense on the and the yeah, Chiefs, the Chiefs like, 45, yeah, and then immediately false start. Yeah, well, and now it's and like they only have like one time, no timeouts or whatever, and like less than a minute in time to try and yeah. get a field goal through. So like, those are the ones that make those five mad. yards are so key in that situation. Like, mm-hmm. all right, offense, get out there and boom, false start. That's your ninth penalty of the half. And those, just, yeah, those a lot of those. It was not great. Now came at inopportune moments too, like things to yeah. to keep drives alive, or you had like a really great punt. Uh, to Dante Hall and you like you pinned him and yep. then you had I think it was a legal man downfield on Izzo and so they got to repunt and kick it back to Dante Hall and he ended up with like an extra 20 yards of field position yeah right? just stupid shit like that and some of them were ticky tack but I think most of the calls were correct it was I think in this game they had two that were called 
where the gunners were or the like the punt team was blocking the gunners out of bounds like they pushed them out of bounds but kept blocking them out of bounds and they caught two different guys got called for that twice ty law was one of them i think no that's a terrible call no it's a it's a legit call it's just a terrible uh, play uh, what i'm saying no, just, like, think... that's, those sorts of penalties you just never really see called but there was two in this game it's like what are you guys doing if assholes Ter- terrible referees in this one. All right, let's get to I'm blaming that on, I'm blaming that on your Thai law. <laughs> Thoughts? I strongly disagree. The re- the commentators disagreed about the original overtime rules where no one gets a possession. Because really? the Pats won the toss, they take it down. There's a sick move by David Patton. Like they thought he was going out of bounds and he cut it back inside and got another like 15 yards. Yeah, I think it was one of those plays where it was supposed to be a run play, but Brady saw that Pat was uncovered, so he just like pulled the ball and chucked it to him quick, and Pat Pat took it for like twenty yards. Yeah, that was a great just, play. Yeah, it was fantastic. And he gave him the old "Hey, how are you?" too to that DB. Yeah, he did. Looked like yep. he was gonna step out of bounds and cut it back in front of his face. Uh huh. And he was like, "Hey, you dropped your drop, your jock strap, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he but, said that. Uh, Dan Deardorff did have some thoughts about um, about overtime, <laughs> and we actually talked about this uh, in the we got a, we got an audio last week, yeah. But this is yeah. this is what he had to say in this game too. Six. Well, this is a situation where maybe some people think, well, maybe we go ahead and try to kick the field goal on third down. I, I think you try to keep going. Uh, I, uh, even added Adam Venetary, it's not a certainty. I know that he hasn't missed this year. The guy is money in the bank, but a touchdown is better. <laughs> a touchdown leaves no doubt. I actually get get his point. So yeah, but they're, the they're like a little bit. like the twenty-five. He's talking yeah. about like avoiding a missed field goal or like a botched snap, right? Because that's why the, someone would say go yeah. for it, kick it on third. But it's third and seven. Like, I, I understand that aspect of it. It's third and seven from the Chiefs' 20-yard line with Adam Vinatieri. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't agree with the statement, but I see what he's trying to say. Like, when I first heard it, I thought he was just, like, didn't understand that a field goal wins it. He might not. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not sure because as, as, they, as he's talking, they're showing a, the stat on the screen that says, uh, like, they're showing Adam Vinatieri and says, has 12 game-winning field goals, six of them in overtime. Like yeah. this, this is more automatic than scoring a touchdown. Yeah, but a touchdown leaves no doubt. <laughs> Unlike you, a field goal to win, have, which leaves <laughs> doubt. Have you considered that, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the doubt factor. <laughs> <laughs> I had failed to think of the doubt. <laughs> well, that's why well, he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> Adam's field goal is a no doubter. Oh yeah, have that it was true. It would have been good in uh, arena football. He split the yeah. uprights right down Broadway. Yeah, and that was all she wrote. Another big win, and like you got to think that spirit just soaring high right now in New England. Good. Yeah. Win a, win a Super Bowl, you come back next year, and your quarterback is even better, and you're just shit stomping teams. Like, yeah. And you're th- you're undefeated on the season three and up. Yeah, against yeah. like some pretty good teams too. Yep. Right. Right. So, I think it's a good start uh, time to do some best and worst. 
Greg. Oh, can you, you start, can you start with Steven? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Greg's uh, got a bunch of his. <laughs> oh, Starts watching the highlights now. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is like more commentating. I'll pile on Andy. The only nice. good part was their, was their golf thing where the announcers always get super stoked when punters outkick their coverage. <laughs> like they, they like with a Casey punter, like Dick Enberg. Yeah, hit the fuck out of the ball, but like he did like kind of a low line driver or not, a, you know, he's he put it out there. Oh, he, out, he out kicked his coverage by like 20 yards. Yeah. And so Troy got like a sick return out of it and just like yeah. just by running straight up the middle. Like, oh, it's a huge booming button. Awesome. What a great leg. And it's like, oh, that's what he's trying to do. Oops. And then my best was definitely that troy brown drive i mean i think i snapchatted it to like a billion people like one of my god <laughs> yeah. I, I was like they had like a sweet highlight montage after it too of all of his catches and like oh my god yeah nothing was easy i think it's where like no. everybody learns you can't play zone against brady too because like troy was yeah. just too good against that zone and brady's just going oh to him god. over and over and over and troy's yeah. just making the gutty gritty plays and like just being awesome and then that touchdown to cap it was just wow yeah. Brady wasn't even looking. He wasn't even pretending to like look anywhere else. He's just mm-hmm. staring Troy Brown down until he got open and just threw it at him. Well, he, could it, he wasn't even open. He was just throwing it anyway. Yep. He was still catching it. All right, great. I, I, I got mine now. Okay, good. Uh, my best. Uh, shout out Daniel Graham, first career touchdown reception. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I don't think we've talked about that. Um, sure. My worst was uh, the commentators. You know, like even with that play where they got the name wrong on who caught that pass. Like, <laughs> come on. You idiots. Which, which like, time? <laughs> are we talking about the one where they're talking about how Troy Brown is back from his injury when he, he wasn't? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Are we talking about the one where we got the name wrong three times? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you can. We confused yeah. our leading wide well, receiver. Or are we talking about when they talked about tickling for five fucking minutes? <laughs> yeah. You guys know. You got. You get it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> Or when they they call the squib kick the onside kick. Oh, that dude, that one. <laughs> or when or when Dick Emberg says uh, he, he says a six yard gain. He's like, oh, he gains maybe a yard. Actually, wait, nope, make that six yards. Oh, dude, he was five yards off. Yeah. What an what an idiot. <laughs> Brady goes. This, that's a pretty. This is Troy Brown. That's a hard negative for not watching the game there, Greg. It's true. I didn't. That's the thing. When I just watch the highlights, I don't get any of the commentator stuff. My negative is Greg not watching the fucking football game. Well, my positive is you because you're such a good brother, Andy, and I love you so very much. So you know what I'm going to do, Greg? I'm, I'm going to mix this up on you. Ready? You ready for this? Do? What are you going to do? My best is the following Dick Enberg line. Ew. Oh. Third and, third and goal at the end of the game here and the Patriots know that the Chiefs are going to run it. And so you can see they're sending in their, uh, beefcakes, their, their heavy package. And Dick Ember goes, they've just sent in a whole truckload of beef. Ooh. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That, that's a redeeming one right there. So yeah. I'll give them that. A truckload um, of beef. Truckload of beef. Yeah. My, 
Uh, let's see what else do I have. I here. like visualizing that, you know, just a bunch of like fat dudes fat. wedged wedged into like a Ford F one fifty. Nah, you know? they're in their like the back of a refrigerated tractor trailer. <laughs> yeah, back of a U-Haul, yeah. and they're running out like they're yeah. like a, a set of pigs. Yeah, they're all <laughs> grunting. Yeah. <laughs> and then my worst is uh, one of the referees getting in the way in this game. Because they were taking as many shots as Troy Brown and uh, Tom Brady were. In uh, fact, one of the guys, one of the refs, um, managed to run into the the Chiefs' fullback as he was running onto the field to go to the huddle, and it literally looked like it knocked him out cold. Yeah, and he had this massive out. like like black eye sort of like you know in boxing where like the bottom like just under their eye swells up and it all like mm-hmm. and they cut it to make it the swelling go down. It was that, and that's what they did. They had to give him like eye drops and shit, and stop the game for like ten minutes. Just did he keep going. Oh yeah, stayed in the game. He stayed in. Yeah. Wow, good for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was a few plays where like the referees just they were just in the middle of play and just got clobbered. Just got ragdolled. Yeah. So Molly, Molly whopped. Ooh, I like that. Mm. Molly whopped. Well, uh, let's. So, urban all right. Thesaurus. Oh dear. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this is an ideal. All right, all right. Let's give a game ball out. While right. Greg, Urban Thesaurus is Molly Whopping. Mine. I'm not going to steal your Steve. Mine goes to Tom Brady. 400 passing yards, four touchdowns. He's really. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> save it. Save it, Greg. Save it. Wait. What? Nope. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> obviously up. obviously mine's Troy Brown Patriots record in catches in only three quarters mine yeah. is Dick Enberg for watching a different game than we were you know what no I take it back mine is uh, the Patriots offensive coordinator who is Charlie Weiss at this point because uh, he has decided one that he wanted to play this game like I play Madden, which was literally just throw it every fucking play. Brady had like what fifty That's something true. attempts, like fifty two yeah. attempts, something stupid like that. And they just came out doing that. They came out five wide and just said, "You know what? Fuck it. We're just not going to run the ball." And then no huddle too. That's their first yeah. drive. No huddle, five wide, just like all right, let's go. Yeah. Back and in two thousand two, that was crazy. Yeah, and then just the the amount of trickery they had in this. They on their first touchdown, they tried. Uh, to go for two on the extra point by having the holder, oh, yeah. Ken Walter, try to do a, a dive off of left tackle, and he didn't make it. And He's then close, they, though. They did another one where they pitched it to Falk, who threw it back to Brady, who fumbled it and had it. to throw it away. <laughs> yeah. And then they had another one where they pitched to Falk, and Falk threw deep to Troy Brown, who missed it, and our old friend Dick Enberg missed the fact that Brady had pitched it to Falk. Yes. And commentated it that it was uh, Brady going deep and he was deriding Brady for missing fall, for missing Troy Brown so badly. <laughs> so, yeah. Until two, I think it was like the next play, they somebody must have like told him in his ear that it wasn't actually that and he corrected himself eventually. Yeah, that was really bad. So the offensive play calling I thought was... It was. was uh, it, felt, it felt very... Um, Poor execution, like Chip, but it felt like Chip Kelly esque, you know? Yeah. Just pulling mm. out all the stops and just having a good time with it. UNH's finest. 
That's right. All right, Greg, let's lay us on the uh, Molly Whopping. Well, so I, I put in ragdolled into Urban Thesaurus, <laughs> and, and it sounds like I'm getting two separate like paths here. I'm okay. getting what, what looks like a uh, semen rag uh, synonyms, and I'm also getting a lot of like when women are on their period synonyms. So I'll just read, I'll read a couple and let you guys make the call. Uh, <laughs> cotton pony, uh, cock rag, okay. uh, Butcher's apron. Uh, West none Vir- of these are a synonym for ragdoll. I'm still, I'm still stuck on cotton pony. I don't know which <laughs> side that goes on. West Virginia tiki torch. <laughs> <laughs> that could be and a lot of things. That could be anything. Rusty work boot. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, rag in a bag. Uh, nice. se- semen farm. I think you can get what that one is. <laughs> that one I got. Yep. <laughs> Dude, there's like literally like 700 uh, options here. Holy shit. Oh, Lord. This, this is awesome. Sorry, mom. <laughs> sphincter. Oh, like this is making it into this episode. Ooh, sphincter slap. That's a good one for you, Andy. Is <laughs> slap an innuendo. <laughs> In this case, I'm going to say probably. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, um, if we have any listeners left, what are we looking at next week, boy? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. New England Page traveling to Qualcomm Stadium to play the San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Superchargers. That's the one. So we'll see you next week if we haven't been canceled by then. On the next Why episode would we be, of Yeah, would be canceled. What? Greg, who's going to cancel you, us? Greg, I, you are the reason we'd be canceled. Can I Who's um, canceling us? All of you. I I'm canceling when I, us. When mom, I came in mom, mom will definitely <laughs> cancel us. When yeah. I came when I came into this recording, I was like, I'm intentionally going to make this go off the rails. I I set out to do that. It doesn't you, feel intentional. Oh, it just it was. feels just naturally who you are. You did an okay job at it, but like I don't know, we did. I got right. us. I got us to some weird places. No, sure. Yeah, we did. We just kind of dipped our toes. In. We kind of tickled the line. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah, we did. I mean, we were on Wiki Diff between <laughs> <laughs> talking about bank and smack and smack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think you're wrong there, Andy. And I think we proved that unequivocally. I disagree. Right. I think you unproved it with your, your yeah. latest. I don't even remember what it was called. The something smack. Um, this We can save this for a later episode, but I have, uh, you know, like the, um, when you have sex and then you leave and like, the, there's like, there's a term for that, you know? Like the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am? Yes, exactly. So the uh, synonyms of that, I've got like 15 that are so fucking funny. Oh, (laughs) I had a note that I should have brought up on what's Tom Brady's completion streak. I don't know. What do you mean? He had like 11 or 12 in a row in this game. Yeah, it was somewhere in that range. I'm not going to stat check that. No. Well, stat check it because I'm going to ask it later. Okay, I'll stack it, check it before the next episode. Uh-huh. Uh, 
All right. And on that note, we will see you next week in San Diego. Bye, guys. Oh, we're still recording? Oh. I thought we were done like ten, five minutes. You didn't let me finish before. Oh, well. <laughs> ah, you just edited it. You'll, you'll figure it out in post. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Well, excuse me.